Hi, I'm Archie. And I'm Alex. And welcome back to Melbourne Movie Maestros, where today we're reviewing... Back to the Future from 1985. A classic. First of all, we'd just like to thank you for 100 listens. On all of our videos so far. Yeah, on all of them. Yeah. Um, and we'd also like to give a, a big shout out to Ed Asner and his family. Uh, may rest in peace. Uh, we actually did a review on Up not too long ago. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was it was a while ago, but yeah. It, it, was, it was quite a while ago. And also, sorry for not uploading. Uh, no. Lockdown happened. Yeah, so we're in lockdown. We're recording this over Zoom currently, so we're not sure how the audio is going to turn out. Hopefully it's okay. Yeah. It's well, bearable, we'll, hopefully. We hope it is. Okay, so do we want to get started? So okay, should we start off is... with uh, age rating or just in general rating? Or uh, Hang on. I think we should start with the cast and stuff. So The cast, okay. Robert's a Robert Zemeckis directed Back to the Future. I probably butchered that really badly. A 1985 no, classic right. movie uh, starring Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Uh, yep. It's a cult classic. It's all the way back from 1985, which is over 40, 30 years ago. Like, yeah. nowadays. 30, what is it? 36 years ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. A long time ago. Uh, do you want to give a synopsis or age rating next oh okay uh let's start with age rating first off all right uh there's a lot more swearing than i remember <laughs> yeah i mean it's not too bad but i mean no it's no there. it's not too bad but it's just you know yeah. not like most pg movies these days i'd say maybe 10 or 11. yeah i would say 10 i reckon yeah like like a mature 10. Yeah, like a mature ten-year-old, I reckon we take this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, it is it is generally light-hearted. Uh, yeah. It's sort of about a teenager who gets thrown to the past. No, that's the wrong word. Thrown. Thrown's the wrong word. Uh, I don't think he gets sent to the past. Yes. Thirty years into the past, and uh, yeah. meets his parents. Meets his parents, and has to try to get back. And almost gets in the way of their union. Actually, I reckon I reckon we could bump up the age. I reckon eleven. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll say about eleven, but maybe we'll a say mature about ten year old. Um. Yeah. So, do you want to do a synopsis? Okay. Spoiler Before we get synopsis. into that, um, I want to say that Michael J. Fox wasn't actually the original actor for Marty McFly. Really? No. Yeah. They had um this other guy. I can't remember his name. Sorry. <laughs> but, That's all right. Yeah, so they had him on, but like they started filming halfway into the entire film and then realized he wasn't right for the job, so they started the entire thing again with a new actor. Really? Yeah, I know. So they had to rush it. Like the entire thing. Oh, do you mean Eric Stoltz was the original actor? I think, maybe. Yeah. Eric Stoltz. But he, he wasn't treating it like it was the light-hearted kind of movie it was. He was treating it like this dark, gritty, tragedy, tragedy kind of movie. Oh. Okay. But that's enough of that. Okay. Let's get into the synopsis. Yeah. Let's get into the synopsis and then we'll do a spoiler warning. Oh, actually, synopsis ratings and spoiler warning. Yeah. All right. Well, spoiler warning um, for the synopsis, right? Okay. Spoiler warning for the synopsis. 
Okay, if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> then yeah. get out. Like, we're going to be talking about the movie. It's 36 years old. I don't know how you would have watched it, but if you or haven't... Or at least haven't heard the plot. But... Yeah, you know, go away. <laughs> um, do you want to do the synopsis or shall I? Uh, you can go. All right. Back to the Future follows 17-year-old Marty McFly as he travels through life with his mentor, Dr. Brown? Would you his say mentor? mentor? I don't know. I think no, it's I just his creepy old guy friend. Yeah, creepy old guy friend. Um, don't as get he me tries creepy to, old guy friend. <laughs> as he tries to get through high school and try to live the life he can get. Yeah. Actually, can you do the... Can you synopsis? do the synopsis? Oh, okay. So, yeah, with his old creepy guy friend, he invites him to go to the um, parking lot of the local mall and show him his new latest invention, which is a time machine. So, but it turns out, um, oh, what's the, sorry, what's the doctor's name again? Dr. Emmett Brown, or... Doc. Doc. Yeah, that's why that's why I can't remember his name, sorry. It's been a while. So Doc had to steal some radioactive plutonium from some terrorists, so he coincidentally um shot by them and attempts to steal the plutonium back. So Marty tries to escape in the car but inadvertently travels back in time 30 years. And he's in the fifties and meets his parents and has to try and save their relationship so he and his siblings can still exist, I guess. Yeah. All right. Is that the synopsis done? Yep. Okay. So what was your rating for this film? Uh, I gave it a 9.2. A 9.2? I gave it a 9. A right, nine. So oh wow. Nine point one average. Pretty not high ratings, often. but uh Yeah, not often you get a nine. We're tough critics. <laughs> um anyway, first thing I want to talk about is the set design and costume design for this movie. Yeah. Was really good. I don't remember it being this good. <laughs> like it it seems like you're in the fifties. Like there's cars and everything and like production design in this movie was really good, especially from a movie from nineteen eighty five, you know? Yeah, I, I think it was really well done. Like, all, all you could tell that it was the same town. Like, in the mm. 50s, they didn't get some other similar town or just make some of the buildings have different signs. Like, you could tell, like, the yeah, parking lot sort of... changed from, like, a park. Like, I think it was really well done how you could see it, how it had aged over the mm. years. Yeah. Um... And so obviously, as we've mentioned before, uh, Back to the Future has gone down in history as an icon of pop culture. It has become a yeah. cult classic in the meaning. Um, it's also supported many other titles coming off of it. One called Rick and Morty, which was based off a short that was based off uh, Back to the Future. But what you may not have known is uh, a couple of weeks ago, Christopher Lloyd the actor of Doc Brown did a little live action skit for Rick and Morty as he played Rick, who was based off Doc Brown. So that was a little 
Oh, really? Interesting thing that I found out, yeah. I mean, I don't watch Rick and Morty, but I didn't realize it was the same voice actor. Yeah, well, no, he he isn't the voice oh. actor for Rick and Morty, but there was a live action little ad basically that they did for it with um Christopher Lloyd playing Rick in Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was interesting. And I just saw it on YouTube one day and thought, oh, well, there you go. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, but, it's a total classic. Yeah, total classic. Uh, I want to talk about the start, which was the opening scene. How did, what did you think of the opening scene? Or just the opening in general? The opening scene? I think, I mean, for a movie about time travel, I think all the clocks was kind of were kind of fitting. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was pretty good, I think. Especially when it panned over, like, the TV, the stolen plutonium, and then to the actual plutonium underneath his bed. Yeah. I feel like it was a great way of sort of introducing us to, like, what yeah. this movie would be about. Like, you know, seeing all these clocks, you're like, oh, so, you know, it's probably something yeah. about time. And then you also see one of the models of the tower clock with someone hanging off of it. Which sort of teases the climax of the movie. Really? I didn't pick that up. The yeah, no, I saw that. It might just be on Netflix or something, but when I was watching it, I saw it and I was fun. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then, of course, you like, I feel like exposition in this movie, like it was pretty good. Like they didn't yeah. have to explain everything. Like you just sort of got bits of it. No. Like newspaper titles and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, and Marty being a clueless, non scientific person gave a lot of uh, leeway for. Doc to just explain everything to the audience. I mean, Marty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was really smart, the way that it sort of yeah. explained what was going on and bring us up to date. And that entrance with Marty, like you could automatically tell the type of character he was, you know? Yeah, especially <laughs> when he plays the, the guitar. Skateboard. Yeah, playing yeah. the guitar and then just chucking the key under the mat haphazardly. Like yeah. you sort of you yeah, sort of got that... a feel for the, yeah. You sort of got a feel for the character and, you know, what the movie was sort of going to be like. And I thought yeah. that was, you know, pretty good. What I wanted to talk about, okay, I don't want to be too nerdy about this, but just the whole concept go. of time travel <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, I, I just have one thing about it. Um, so we know that Marty goes back in time and he can't interfere with anybody from the past. Or else that'll affect his future. I'm and he fine does. with that. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. That's totally fine. I mean, he has consequences in the future, most of which are good. Um, and yeah. I'm fine with that. But the thing is, when he goes into the future, he goes back to the past again. And so Yeah, I know. That would have like that would have created some alternate timeline or something. I don't know. Exactly. Like... So would that mean that, that Marty who knew everything about the timeline would go back and make the past different so that would change the future again yeah i know, you know I mean? there's like it's just a complete infinite butterfly effect of alternate timelines i know so every time a marty like goes back to the future another one will go back to the past yeah like every, every week just the whole loop starts again exactly so yeah. my question is how does that work like how they, I know. it constantly feels like each timeline will be replacing their Marty at 124. And even if it's not, like, what if, how do we know that this Marty will 
change the past and yeah. go back to 1.24 a.m. in 1985. Yeah, like every alternate timeline would probably be slightly different as well. Yeah, exactly. So they'll behave differently and create different timelines and have different things that they want from the timeline. And yeah, it's... Just... We, we, we're definitely not supposed to think about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're probably thinking about this too hard. But... <laughs> yeah. But um, if, so when you get to that bit, you just forget that there's alternate timelines happening. Just Marty goes back and finds that Doc is still alive. That's the main bit. That's that's the main thing you got to take away from this. Yep. And if that happens, how do we know that Doc isn't technically dead? Because yeah, I know. Marty didn't go to check up on him. And maybe there was a Marty in the past that already told him about time travel. And so... We know Doc knowing about time travel in the past makes him able to create a time machine in the future. So what if there was a Marty that was in 1950 in that branch timeline and that Doc is still alive and Marty time traveled and then another Marty came to that timeline and Doc was still alive with a bulletproof vest. Or maybe the Marty that time travels from the actual Marty that we see that goes back in time maybe made it so that Doc didn't have a vest or maybe changed it so that Things worked out for the past, Marty. Well, we are thinking about this too much. I think we should just move on. Yeah, right. We got to change the topic. Yeah. Um, But I actually thought this movie was, like, really funny at some point. Yeah, yeah. I got, I think my, I I noted down my favourite line. So after the dance scene when his parents hook up and are, like, going to go home, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Marty says to them, if one of your kids, when he's eight, sets the rug on fire, go easy on him, will you? <laughs> I know. And there's like, there's like little things like when Doc brings Marty to the school. It's like, this is heavy, man. And the Doc's like, what is it with 1985 and things being so heavy? Is there like a gravitational pull deficiency? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, there's just funny little quips like that. And I feel like that's also something that this movie did pretty well is like a lot of the jokes are sort of just like quick and they don't really drag them yeah. out too long. Like that Darth Vader from Vulcan scene, like a sitcom or like some movies these days would probably drag that out for as many laughs as they could, but like they only really needed one. Yeah. And then they <laughs> cut to the next morning. Yeah, I think that- So I thought that was good. I really liked the um whole time repeating itself kind of thing like not only was there uh like alternate timelines or all the stuff happening but like when uh marty's dad was about to get run over by the car but marty saves him like we see all these stuff that we were just told about happening like before our eyes but they're getting like messed up in some kind yeah that yeah the time repeating itself thing i really like that as well like seeing all this like and i think that's something that um the 1985 star does really well it sort of explains to us like everything that we really need to know before traveling back in time yeah even stuff that happened in 1955 that we would sort of you know need to know and go oh and have like a sort of realization about it yeah also um at the start of the movie because i mean before i watched it it'd been a while since i'd actually seen it before and when they were like focusing on the mayor's car like with the vote for mayor whatever his name was goldie wilson goldman yeah something like that 
And I was wondering why are they focusing on on the car so much? But then Marty meets the um, soon-to-be mayor, I guess, in the bar. Yeah. Well, the- <laughs> and he suggests that he should become a mayor. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's like kind of funny little- to. See- yeah. Yeah. You go. Yeah. That, I, I like them as well. I think they're pretty funny when he goes, "Yeah, you're gonna become mayor." It's like, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Like the little references. I mean, they don't really add too much to the story, but they add to like the... Oh, what's the word? Like the... The, the mood or the feeling of the thing. Like the authenticity. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah the authenticity of the scene. Yeah. Like I it feels mean. real. Mm. I don't remember like the climax of the movie being that like caring for marty like i don't remember it being yeah. as like intense for him like he needs to save doc like he just saw one of his like friends growing up um you know die in front of his eyes and he really wants to save him and then like yeah and when he tore up the thing? piece of paper i was like oh no like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah um and i also thought the music was really good in this movie yeah like they use music really well like um yeah. When he comes uh, back home, he, you know, this playing back in time, that sort of thing. And then there's was... the power of love. Pun? Yeah, was it um John Williams on this one again? or I think Sorry? it was. I think John Williams was worked on this film as well. Yeah, I, th- that, yeah, I think he did work on this one. Yeah, with the, um, the classic the thing, like along with other actual songs integrated into oh. the film did he actually like write the actual songs like the i think so you know like the dun 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 i, I can't remember it that much but I, i'm pretty sure he did the score but i don't know about the um actual writing songs oh yeah i don't know e- either way know, the, the theme is pretty good yeah the theme is pretty good yeah it's like got the nice sense of triumphant like against all odds kind of music Hmm. And like, it, it's really, it's really amusing to see like Marty travel back in time. And like, I know we've already sort of touched on this, but like, see him go back in time and like, see all of these things in real life. But like, some of them like, you know, actually happening, but some of them like not being real. Like, seeing his, oh, well, you know, like seeing his mum smoke and drink. And I'm like, you smoke? You drink? What? Yeah, like, and tries to stop her, and like, later on, it impacts her life and his life for the better. Yeah, exactly. And another thing I liked seeing was them interacting with him, knowing about the future. Like, yeah. you know, anyway, I thought that was really <laughs> good as well. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Like, I don't really knew- want to. Oh. oh, sorry, you go? No, no, you, no, no, you go. go. No, no, you go. No, no, you go. No, you go. Please, go. <laughs> I just would like when he um had already t- seen the TV show, I was like, oh, that's a classic. And, and when he like goes, and when he plays like Johnny B. Gooden, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, this song's a classic. Well, a, I a guess... classic where I came from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And look, I don't really want to take away 
from this movie because I get that it was made in 1985, but some of the green screen was pretty bad, man. Yeah. I mean, it's 1985, yeah. It hasn't really aged well. Yeah. When you when you watch the when you watch this, you got to keep in mind that it is a thirty-something-year-old film. Yeah, and look, normally, like I wouldn't really take this away from it, but a lot of the great stuff in Back to the Future was its practical effects, like all its practical stuff, and I think that most of this movie still looks really good up to this day. Yeah. Like Some most of, the... of it, like. Pardon, sorry. Oh no! You you keep going. Uh, like most of the scenes and stuff is shot really well and like you know uh, you get really into it even like in 2021 36 years later um yeah so it's just those green screens sort of like i get that it's 1985 but it just sort of takes away from it a bit like yeah i wish they would have used like practicality a bit like that hand scene i get was green screen and i can let that go but that fire was like pretty bad and I feel like that could have been done practically and it would have looked so much better. Wait, which fire? So when the DeLorean makes the fire tracks. Oh yeah. It goes back I mean, time at the start. Yeah, it looked cool when it's when they're doing it, but when it like goes under their feet, it just yeah. oh, it, And then mm. they're like standing on the fire. Yeah, I mean and that doesn't even make sense, but then they're standing yeah. on fire. Like it would have just been like it would it kind of would have been easier as well, just to like make a little fire track underneath their feet. Yeah. But I guess that is kind of health and safety yeah. issues. Yeah, you know. I mean, we don't want to burn Christopher Lloyd or Michael J. Fox, or, you know. Yeah. I guess they can't be in a fire. <laughs> I don't know, you seem pretty um, bent on wanting them to stand on a fire, but we'll go over that now. <laughs> yeah. Um. But another thing that it did really well was um, like showing the power of Biff as like a teenager. Like they use a lot of low angle and high angle shots to show like his size, to give yeah. him more power on the, in the scene. Like you'll see a lot where uh, uh, Marty's head is just sort of poking over his shoulder just a bit and you can just see his eyes or like it's angled up at Biff's face. Anyway, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, and like when he says, like, hey, McFly, and they both turn. Yeah. And like, it's, he's sort of like a bit intimidating in this movie, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what they're going for. Yeah. And and, until, of course, he gets dumped on manure. Yeah, that'll be my brain today. (laughs) Um... But here's a here's a fun little Easter egg you can look back to, right? So oh, yeah. when we see the time machine for the first time, it's at Twin Pine Malls, right? It, he says, "Come to Twin Pine Malls at one o'clock in the morning." Yeah. And so he comes, and then when he goes back to the future, he arrives at a farm, and Doc says, "Oh, I remember when this was all farmland." And so when he's escaping all the farmers. He runs over one of the two, one of two pines, and so when he travels back into the, and then when he drives away, we see it's Twin Pine Farms or Twin Pine Ranch or something. But when he travels back to the future, it's called Lone Pine Mall because he ran over one of the two Twin Pines. Oh, I did. I actually didn't notice that. Oh, that's that's cool. And so I saw that, and I thought, that's that's attention to detail right there. That's yeah. good. 
I mean, they could have just reused it and glanced over the fact that he got rid of the pine, but... Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's, it's cool how he, they included that. Yeah. Like, Once really again, that's the world building done really mm. well. And um, one other thing I found out is that uh, Robert Zemeckis, uh, he's a director of Back to the Future. I haven't mm. really heard of any of the things that he did before, but I searched it up and uh, it turns out he like directed Forrest Gump and Castaway and like a bunch of those movies. And yeah. I, was, I, I didn't know that. I was so <laughs> yeah, surprised. I mean, Back to the Future was really his first hit. He did, um, there's a Netflix um TV show, I think in the movies that made us. I watched this after I saw the film and mm-hmm. there's like, there's all these movies, but they did Back to the Future and like Robert Zemeckis had this really unsuccessful film career before he made Back to the Future. Like all oh, really? the films, yeah, all like all of his films did horribly until he. I mean, I think he did one other like pretty good film, but Back to the Future got like world record box office and everything. So that was really his first hit. Well, yeah, well, good for him because, you know, he's done a lot of movies nowadays. Yeah. Um, what else has he done? Oh, he did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Who Framed Roger Rabbit as well. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. It's about the, yeah. the rabbit. Yeah, about the cartoon rabbit and the, and the person. He did The Witches as well in 2020, which I know about. I know I about know. it, I mean. <laughs> um, but also, PSA. If you're living in Australia, Cats has come to Netflix. If you want to watch that, oh. which is also does that mean we have does that mean we have to review it now? Well, you you guys wait because soon enough uh, we might do that. Yeah, we'll we haven't see. really thought about it. What are we gonna do after this? Uh well, if we want to say it now, we'll say it at the end again. But. Next, we're doing Loki, I'm pretty sure, right? Aren't we? Oh, yeah, we're going to do a mega series review of Loki. Yeah, so that's our first TV series. So if you think this was a long wait, um, we have to watch all of Loki. So that's six hours. I mean, you've already watched it, but I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah, not I've a already watched fan, it. So. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting from a Marvel fan and a non Marvel fan's perspective. Um, but you've seen Endgame, right? Uh, yeah, I, I I think I've seen most of the main things you need to know about it yeah. to, before you watch Loki. Yeah. I hope that's not spoilers for Endgame or Loki. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, spoilers for Endgame, by the way, as well. Uh, please. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens. <laughs> what is they kind of spoil it in the promo anyway. Hmm. And, yeah, as I said, I loved all those little quips that it does in, like, 1985, like, when he meets Uncle Joey and he's in the oh, pit, no. <laughs> and it's like, you better get used to these bars, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that was my fav- second favorite line. Yeah. Like, we try taking him out, but he just doesn't want to go back out. He just goes back in. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you know that Steven Spielberg did something in this film? S- something? <laughs> I think he was the producer. Yeah, he was the producer of this film. Uh, but yeah, he was. 
Tolkien. Hang on, John Williams didn't do the score for Back to the Future. Oh, he didn't? I would no, it's Alan, now, Alan it? Silvestri. Sylvester? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't heard of him before. Apparently he did, uh, mur- Oh, God. Um, apparently he did, not Murder on the Polar Express. <laughs> Uh, Murder on the Polar Express. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, yeah, but yeah, he didn't. He didn't do that film. Uh, He did Polar Express, just the Polar Express. Polar Express or Murder on the Orient Express? (laughs) (laughs) Polar Express, not Murder on the Orient Express, and not Murder on the Polar Express. Okay, good. So, yeah, we've done our scores. Do we want to maybe wrap it up? Okay. Okay, so <clears throat> back to the future. Let's redo our scores. Have you changed your score at all from a nine point two? Um, I think I'm gonna stay at nine point two. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go to nine again. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna stay at nine. So, no change in scores. We're still at nine point one. <sighs> no change in scores. We're still at nine point one. Yes. And tune in next time. For We're not gonna say next it, week because it's definitely no, it, next week. It's, it's, it's not gonna be next week. Um, but it it won't be as long as a wait because we know how to record now. Yeah. So it, it, uh, I mean, it did take us a while to figure this out and to actually get around to doing it. But yeah, it's all right. It's good now. We got it sorted, so we yeah. can record inside and outside of COVID. Lockdown um, didn't will expect, not stop us. Yeah, we didn't expect lockdown to go this long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but tune in next time for Loki. This is Archie yeah. out and Alex also also out. Yeah. Right. Uh, thanks for what is listening and see you <laughs> next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.